we're started we're started this is it little <laughs> don't mind the garbage trucks two-person pod two-person pod it's my first uh first conversation here you yeah, had to be good my practice. first my first guest of course i had to take your first guest, guest virginity um so welcome back to the rebirth podcast welcome back to the to the to the rebirth podcast starring matisse qualia don't mind the starring caitlin hill what are you talking about well well starring caitlin hill but i guess guest with guest appearances matisse jack that's right that's right and um you know just hanging out here so this is kind of like the uh <laughs> the drake podcast uh where they're it? in bed is it <laughs> what do you no, mean by that it's not it's <laughs> what do you mean by that i honestly was just looking this at is the my screen bo- and this I is was my thinking, bobby uh, impression oh is <laughs> what do you mean by that i was like you're being really standoffish yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, I just meant like, um, you know, because we're in bed together and it's kind of funny just to be like chilling in bed. Literally, this is this is. Yeah, this is goals this right here. How we sleep, except for that we usually have Safi right here. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got some gifts here from France. Oh, my OMG. dad just got back from France. You wanna, why don't I you see just something that says my name on it. So I'm just going to get into that. Just open this up here. Well, unboxing. Yeah, why not? Unboxing. Oh, my God. Yeah, this company, Monde Yves Rocher, they have Coriand. like the best. Uh, wow. 95% path soaps. You know that that Marseille soap. Savon Marseille. Oh my God, it's mango and cilantro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you don't have to eat it. That's true. That's true. Maybe I'll like the scent better. Then. Probably not. Let's see. Let's That's see. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, it's I've coriander. It's coriander, not... Cil- it's well, not like the exact It's the seed. It's the seed okay, coriander, okay. not the... And this is a this is a body lotion. Oh, that's so nice. This brand is so... Oh, it smells nice. really good. See, I can actually see how the smell of cilantro actually adds to that mm. rather than you know what i mean like it does that that doesn't bother me that that right, little right. part that they took it's like actually smells really good that's exciting i feel like i want to put some of this on right now oh my god caramel these must be for you yeah did you, used to, eat, did you used to eat these when you were in france yeah they friends? have them for sure oh my gosh that's so funny you definitely those are for you oh my gosh look at these adorable notebooks Caitlin likes a good notebook. I just love me a good notebook. And you know, I just, like, there's three in here. I go through them. Like, I yeah. just, when I'm writing, I'm just like, can go through like a notebook a month. What do you, like, because I don't really write. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> read. Right, I don't read or write. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what what Sounds do you so like bad. write? I mean, you have your, like, couple notebooks. Like, I. I have different notebooks for different things. So I have like one notebook right now that's like my specific manifestation book. But like they're all manifestation books, but it's basically just like writing down notes right. around like things that I want to manifest or just like, I don't know, so many different things that come to me. I just like, I just like to write them down or things that I hear, things that I hear on podcasts that are interesting 
And I mean, right now I'm doing this uh, 31 day money, like rewiring the way that I look at money. It's been super powerful. And so every day I'm writing down whatever the activity is and I'll go through like four pages for one activity. So like one day. So I'm just like writing it all out, getting it all down. And it's really powerful to put that pen to paper. You know, I think we're so used to to just using like the notes section in our phone now, which Mm -hmm. also like is very helpful especially when I have like thoughts and ideas that come to me I always have thoughts that come to me right before I go to bed and my phone's just right there so I'll just like write out whatever it is whatever the idea is or the inspiration but yeah the pen and paper is just like a different vibe right right you know so very useful they're so good with gifts yeah something like put it together oh that's so sweet oh my gosh straws Cute little Those straws so for the girls. For the girls. Oh my gosh, look at these. Oh, oh they're going to love these little bath sponges. Yeah. Adorable. Oh, tu parles français maintenant? Of course, some sparkly crayons. Except I'm like, pot les dents. What's that? Is that crayons? Let's see. I've never used that word. They're like sparkly crayons. Those are so adorable. What does it say? Pot le dent? <laughs> no, let me see. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, um, I think it's just pencils. It's just crayons in a different language. Oh, it's like not even in French. Pot laden. Pot laden. <laughs> Pot laden. I guess in Europe, did they Cluden. do it in like Yeah, it's Netherlands languages. or something. Oh, okay, okay. That's so funny. I was like trying to say Twelve. French. 12 Cluden. Foam stickers. Oh, that's so cool. Aw, so sweet. That's so kind of them. They're they're so thoughtful. Shout out the fam. Shout out the fam. So, um, what do you want to talk about this week? I mean, I was thinking about just like parenthood. You know. Yeah, how it's been going. So, I mean, the girls are two and a half now. Well, almost two and a half, and Safia's five and a half, and. Been trying to figure things out, but it's been good. I mean, I reflect a lot on like years previous, and this year I keep on thinking about what it was like last year because mm-hmm. last year was honestly one of the hardest times of my life, I think, just managing that specific age. Like when they're 18 months. Whoo! Yeah, I know. It's a tricky age. You know, they're just... And I was still waking up in the night. They don't have as much, like, understanding of their boundaries. So, like, where to go or what to do. They're just kind of all over the map. They have to be watched like hawks because they're still putting stuff in their mouths. Hmm. And it was just a lot. Like, I very clearly remember August of last year being, like... Oh, yeah. We were, like, struggling a lot. And we were, like, we need help. That was when we we really realized that. And then you tore your ACL. And then the girls had... All three of them had hand, foot, and mouth. And I was... And then we were trying to interview people, like, And we were like, we, were like we need to actually find an au pair. But we didn't even have the time to find an au pair. But we did. <laughs> we did. And she was amazing. She came literally at the perfect time. And yeah. it was really great for those six months. And I think we really... Or was it five months? I think it was five months. Something like we that. We really needed her for those months. And now, 
when I look at it, I'm like, I don't f- actually feel like we need an au pair or like a nanny or someone to help Not us. Not now because we, we're sleeping in the night. We're sleeping in the night. I I think the number one priority if we were to have more help would be just to have someone like with cleaning, which yeah. we have someone that comes once a week, but no, if just we to, had like a house that- manager. That would be like <laughs> ideal. I like mean, someone that just manages or I mean eventually I mean, you know, to dreaming and stuff. Obviously, yeah, house manager is someone who's just always like if you have a full-time person that works 40 hours a week whether they're cleaning the house every day or prepping meals or prepping food or shot doing shopping or whatever it is yeah that's like <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> makes goals. everything so much easier goals but right there even just to have one have someone come every second day to clean up mm-hmm. yeah just to clean up for a few hours like, makes a big difference even if we don't have our weekly cleanings and we have someone like if our cleaner is sick or whatever and she comes like it, like it's been 10 days oh no yeah, yeah, yeah fucking mess and uh <laughs> like it's like the floor like we have to clean the floor you know what i mean like and i i clean the table every night i have to wipe it down i have to wipe down the seats i have to do this i have to do that but it's like it gets like really messy no, so for sure, for you sure. know but it's interesting just i keep on thinking back to like what we were going through and it's really nice to just be at this place where there's more ease with watching the kids and also I realized that I really want to watch our kids like this time and of their their childhood goes by so fast that I think through having you know our au pair that was living with us I realized like we needed her for that chunk of time to 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 help us you know thrive and and get through that period but now I'm like I really want to spend time with our kids as much as possible that is the absolute priority no but that at that time last year it was like yeah we wanted to spend time with our kids but then we were exhausted (sighs) and then we were just not doing anything enriching for them yeah it's true and so when she was here, uh, like she took them out every morning to yeah. go out and do something or go yeah. somewhere and play and whatever it was, be or you know, social or yeah, whatever, while we could quickly recharge and then do some work and then, you know, mm-hmm. do the nap time and do everything once they got home or whatever it was. But um, no, that was that was good. That and was, that was that was wild times like. And now I, I feel like. There's we we have a good balance and more I, I don't ease. think there's a lot more ease. There's definitely challenging moments, but I feel sure. like the sleep that's like the main thing is like I getting that sleep, get, getting those hours, like not waking up in the night, not having me breastfeed in the night. That like having that recharge time is so so vital. No, that too, but also just being alone with all three kids is a lot easier, easier. now too back then where it was like we, it last had to be at, two. At, at, yeah it was like during the day you can manage maybe for a few hours by yourself with yeah. the kids and so did the au pair but then like at for nighttime it was like crucial to have at least two people there That's so true. and if it was just going to be one it was going to be like a big challenge whereas now you know you can just put you can deal with all three of them mm-hmm. when i'm at work yeah obviously 
it's, it's, it's nicer, a hard job. But it's nicer to have two people, but it's not mandatory. Right. Like last year, I remember one time that I put them down to sleep by myself because I had to. We couldn't find anyone else to help. And I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll just get through it. But like I literally had like PTSD mm-hmm. for like months afterwards because I was like, that was just so next level. Like just... Yeah. Now it's there's just so much ease. Like I can get them out of the bath. I can put their clothes on. There, it's just a dick, completely different ball game this year, which has been really nice. I actually took them to for a drive by myself for an hour and a half to a lake and up mm. in Squamish, and took them to the lake by myself, and was fine. I mean, of course that like. There we were with some friends, so I kind of had like them to be able to watch them for a second if I had to take one of them to the bathroom or whatever. But and obviously there's water, so it was like that's one thing that I was kind of worried about was okay, well if one goes in the water, then how am I gonna watch after the other one? But they're kinda they kinda like to stay together more now. They're they're not so much like running around everywhere. So mm-hmm. I was able to manage it. But at the end of that day I was like, Whoa, like I did that like I felt like superwoman and then when I even when I got home you had made dinner but then you went off to work so then I like literally spent the whole day with them and then put them to sleep and I was like whoa I did that you know and I think that's the thing that I didn't realize before having twins and before having more kids because I couldn't wrap my head around it especially as being an only child like I could not understand. I couldn't conceptualize how to to manage three kids. And now I I think I understand how you do it. I, I, I think like when you look at people that have five, six, nine kids and you're like, how do they do it? I don't understand. You just but work, now work together. Yes. But also you as the parents, you go through a software upgrade okay <laughs> like you really okay. you know what i mean like it's like big tech okay references. when i had but well, i know it's always easy to go back to like the computer or the car references though when we're like comparing to humans but you know back when i had when we had one kid it was like i was like iphone 10 and now now i'm like iPhone 14 plus coming out with the new 15 this fall and you know whether leveling up you just constantly level up you constantly are getting these upgrades so you're just adapting and you're adjusting and I think that's how people have more kids so I actually when I look back on it I actually think that when we had one it was way harder for me hmm way harder and i don't know if it was because of my mindset oh for sure it was it was your mindset it was just like how you approached every situation was not necessarily being fully in it like fully in it but not knowing i feel like the more you know and the more knowledge you get and experience you just mm. learn how to be more efficient and more prepared and more all the like it's just yeah. It just your, comes with experience, right? Like Yeah, totally. And your brain just sort of expands, I think. You mm-hmm. just you just level up. And so now I kind of I get how people can have so many kids because they just you just adapt to being able to know how to do it. 
<laughs> you just having a little yawn there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still I, tired just because I'm <laughs> sleeping through and the that, night better. That's the better. thing, though, is just because I'm saying, like, of course, you up level, like, you upgrade all these things. That doesn't mean it's not still challenging and it's still mm-hmm. hard. Like, there still are those times where you're going through upgrades and you don't even want to be. You know, like you're like, oh my god. But also, I feel like we've grown so much as parents in the sense of like we are more aware of how our response to things helps the kids as well. Hmm. You know, like when we're, when we're taking care of ourselves, then we're able to be that grounded resource for them so that we can come back to them and react with them with a, a much more grounded response and a grounded place. But when we're not getting sleep or we're not like showering oh, or we're not yeah, eating yeah. or we're not taking care of ourselves then we're, we're much more likely to react and respond. Whereas when I look back at last year, I feel like I was like in sort of like more Just of like so a victim edge. mode, way more on edge. I kept on feeling like the, it was like par- motherhood and like parenthood was happening to me rather than for me. So the more that I look at like being a parent as just this like amazing meditation hmm. and and growth constantly the more I'm able to like rise to the plate and and just like be there and and react like I really I, I very rarely react or respond with anger hmm. unless I'm like totally you know so overwhelmed which hasn't happened for a really long time I feel like I'm always just able to be like the rock that they need rather than meet them where they're at hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we used to do that a lot more where we would be like, if they were freaking out, we'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Like, calm down instead of just being actually calm. Right, right. You know? Yeah, it's hard because you're in reaction. Yeah. But then now it's like, once you do it a bunch of times, you just realize like, no, this is not, it's not going to help the situation if I'm just also, if I'm like, if they're all yelling and I'm like, yelling stop yelling (laughs) it just makes no sense at all it makes no sense even though that's just your jerk reaction you know is to to shut down the situation but it doesn't it doesn't shut it down and then it doesn't teach the reinforce or whatever teach the the actual action that you that you want to see yeah so in terms of modeling you're literally (laughs) modeling what you don't want them to do yeah another thing that i realized that like I feel like our our kids are are good with and I know it's it's very like Canadian thing too is all the please and thank yous and all those things of being polite and like I notice so much I used to notice myself a- ask them to do things for me or like can you put your plate away or whatever and when you're saying it in like a disciplinary voice you think you're being disciplinary saying like put your plate away and sit down at the table mm-hmm. but they're so they're hearing that and they're not and then and then they're not hearing the please and thank you stuff when you're saying it so then when they're saying something to you yeah and they don't say please and thank you you're saying like please and thank you you're you're saying like say please and thank you but they didn't get the modeling (laughs) of it yet so like whenever i'm asking them to do stuff or whatnot even if i'm trying to discipline or just create structure whatever i'm always just trying to say please and thank you when i'm addressing them so that they just know that that's normal rather than trying to be like say please and thank you yeah 
you just say it and then they automatically just say it. And it's just like what you model, they're going to copy it. That's it. That's it. It really is. Even when you're trying to be the strength, stronger, whatever figure to them. Yeah. Because there like, still needs to be boundaries. Right. So that they can understand. And there is a lot of freedom within those boundaries, but they, it doesn't. Yeah. It's more like, you know, that people used to like with parenting, they would say, do what I say, not as I do. Mm. And it's like, mm, maybe it's actually more like. No. Well, that, that's exactly the problem is the, that you're telling them do as I say, not as I do when that, that doesn't, it doesn't work to tell them like you shouldn't never even need to say that no. saying if you're just doing it. Right. Exactly. And then you can just trust that they're going to follow. Because that saying literally implies that kids do what you do. Yeah so true so true so just do what you want them to do and then they'll do it because they literally model themselves after you and they look up to you and like safia today i heard her be like are you okay Rumi? are you okay over there and like yeah they model what safia does too yeah so all the so time true. the girls always are like are you okay are you okay like that's their yeah. thing yeah and probably because safia modeled it from us and then they model from her and yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's so funny because I heard this thing that was like gentle parenting is actually just should just be called normal parenting. Right. <laughs> like it's just normal. It's just parenting without yelling yeah. is basically basically what gentle parenting is. Because I think a lot of the time people think that gentle and parenting is like being is letting the kids walk all over you. Right. Right. Which is far from the truth. It's just mm. parenting in a manner where you're respecting the kid and they respect and you they back. respect you back but if you're constantly like, and then it never has to, to get them, to the no. the yelling or angry phase and we're not perfect like no. we've all we've had our moments God, no. we've had we've we've had to learn the hard way right totally. but um i feel like i'm i'm getting better each time each scenario to you know as long as my blood sugars are even and stuff too that definitely helps <laughs> me sure. be, be calm but um it's definitely like consciously being like okay how can i approach this situation in a way that's going to diffuse it but also model the right you know kind of behavior totally no and then that just comes back to having your cup being full Mm -hmm. you know and and it just feels good to be to feel like we're getting to this place where there has been growth you know and then I think another really big shift that happened from last year was that I always used to talk about how hard twins were and at every opportunity that I had to talk like bring it up or to talk about it I would no matter what it mm. was just like so that was like the the hat that I was wearing was that the twins are really hard hat and that I have you know we've got three under five and that it is hard you know and so it was just like kind of this like narrative and then like everything else would just follow suit because also another thing is is that they're hearing you say that hmm. too the kids whether they actually hear you say it or they physically feel you they're going to react and respond in that way for sure you know, so I think once my mindset shifted around like, 
oh, like I just want to be with my kids. I just love being with them. I They're such a joy. And yeah, there's some challenging moments, but they're really, those are few and far between because most of the time it's really amazing. And those hard days and those hard moments get over, overrid or overridden by my my mindset of being like this is really amazing what a blessing what a gift mm-hmm. and i couldn't see it in that way for the first little bit because it it just did feel so challenging i definitely those first two years of having twins like yeah it's a lot for sure not trying to undermine that but i think the way that like our perspective on it shifted and then once it shifted it was like I feel like now when I run into people they're like oh you have twins whoa your hands must be full I used to be like yeah they're so full and then I'd like it would give me an opportunity to kind of like talk about how hard it was and I'm just like it's a blessing Hmm. I'm doing it with grace and ease and it's it everything has gotten so much easier from that place yeah so it always just comes back to you you know be the change you want to see in the world (laughs) <laughs> so yeah no I'm, I'm glad that that that's happened and now the fall is starting and it's going to be going through like a whole other whole other upgrade yeah you know and we'll see we'll see what happens from here but it's just like constant so I, it is like if you want to go through the biggest freaking life change in your life then and be constantly upgrading and growing and changing have kids <laughs> have kids because that'll it'll do it it'll do it to you you know because they know they know your your weaknesses too like they they mm. they can like I, I i remember hearing this like right when i had safia that they when you have kids it will bring up the unhealed parts of yourself what do you think about that getting a phone call um like yeah you know yeah for sure because they test your every they test your your limits right did you feel like you had some shadow parts that came up when you became a dad it was uh yeah like oh just kind of the same stuff we were talking about earlier like just being in reaction or like I was, I guess, like, uh, dealing with just the reaction and, you know, like, my blood boiling when there's, like, so many things happening and the house is dirty and this and that and stuff that I never had to deal with before because I was just on my own and just had my own mess and whatever it was, like, it was all manageable, like, so chill. When you're a single person, <laughs> when I, I just think about whoa, like when I, like I so I had like a night the other night where I came back home because I had to work and they stayed uh, with her parents, so I was like alone in the morning. And I just woke up. And there's just like no sounds. There's no nothing. <laughs> there's nothing waking me up. There's nothing to. I can like just stay in the bed and like it's like kind of lonely, but you you're definitely just like by yourself and there's nothing testing you there's nothing to like nothing you just can be chill and when we have kids then like all these all these things are happening and you're kind of like you know 
your darkest parts kind of come up because you're like being so challenged yeah and and i feel like at first it was a lot harder for me to like manage my my emotions basically and as time goes on you kind of like learn from mistakes and stuff and you just learn how to how to manage it and how to focus your energy and how to be better for yourself and for your kids and for your relationship and everything and I feel like when people aren't ready to change in those moments then that's when like parents end up splitting up and families are broken apart and everything because they're just weren't necessarily not willing, to not willing to make the changes to to grow and and allow it or to not willing them. but maybe you just didn't have them like i was very lucky that you know we have so much family support and my family gave me such a strong base that even when it gets rocky i'm able to like analyze it myself myself and like drop my ego and then you know try and be better mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't have that right and then they're just kind of like stuck and then they're resentful of the situation and then their their relationship changes with their spouse from how it was before kids so then they think like it's this is this is it Mm -hmm. like i can't do this anymore and then they they leave or whatever or they whatever it is and then yeah yeah for sure i mean you see you see parts of your partner that you never seen before right and because all of you show all your true colors come out yeah all of their stuff will start to come out and then all of the stuff from your childhood starts to come out right because it's really easy to keep the stuff from your childhood under wraps when you don't have kids but then when you have kids and you're like well i need to raise them like this because this happened to me and I don't want that to happen to them and blah 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 blah. or I do want this to happen to them because I didn't have this or I did have this or I was raised like this so then this is how we have to do it exactly so it's like joining those two worlds together can be I mean definitely challenging but what was that initiation like for you like becoming a father because I know I talk a lot about my initiation into motherhood and how big of a shock that was to me what did that feel like for you from your perspective um you know it was kind of different i mean you you i mean i definitely felt like changed and different from my peers because i was in theater school at the time too yeah and as i was only 22 years old and (laughs) So there was definitely like this sense of difference between the people that I had been around for the last year where it was like, okay, I'm on a different, I'm on a way different path than these people, even though we're in the same um, school and doing the same program. it, It was just like, there's a clear difference between me and them not in a way that felt separating but like it was just it just is right you're just you're when you're done class your focus is completely different from these other people like i had to 
go to class, come home, help when I could with Safia and then go back or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Whereas other people can go home and take a nap or do work or work more on their stuff or what it like. It was just more focused on them the Mm. whole time. Whereas for me, it was like focused on other things and not to say that other people didn't have other things going on, like with family or with friends or relationships or whatever. But, and I had luckily in my class one other person who had a young kid too so we kind of related oh, on that's that right. yeah, of course. but um i i was very proud also mm. you know like felt you know very proud to be a dad and doing this and and you know telling people and and um i don't know what yeah so I was like in this whole different roller coaster and it all just kind of was just all happening and I didn't I don't know I don't I don't even know if I really thought about it it's crazy more than that but what about like in terms of like freedom did you ever have this moment where you were like oh my god like my freedom is gone forever or anything (sighs) like that or I mean yes and no I don't like like no i mean really no because i was like because everyone who's telling me oh you're done no more freedom no more this are people who just like didn't have kids and yeah who are just projecting what they think having kids is like yeah yeah and it was like no it's not that i'm losing my freedom it's just that my freedom is changing Mm. it's just with different it's just there's no new person involved in in my freedom i don't know like yeah it's like this is just the purpose of life like you have kids and you reproduce and you that's what's been happening for (laughs) since the dawn of time yeah exactly so it's like it's not that i'm losing my freedom it's just i'm just living life like i don't know this is just a part of life i don't know like how what (laughs) do you mean losing your freedom your freedom to what wake up at no i i mean i guess it's just that's just like what people jump to in conclusion when you think about like i know for me i i went through my own like shift with that when i realized because you know I'd gone through my labor and everything and and I remember being so tired and normally if I had been awake for three nights in you know my matron life I would have been able to just go home and sleep whereas after that experience like of giving birth and then having a child like I remember just being like I would just want to go home and and sleep for like you know 12 hours or whatever and just having this feeling of oh no like we can't do that mm-hmm. <laughs> or like my parents aren't just gonna like watch after her like it was like a hundred percent our responsibility and then I felt like I just didn't sleep for like a long time like really proper sleep probably for three years mm-hmm. and I mean that was we were just I guess because you were in school so I was like watching after her full time it was just a diff- different experience and then of course there was that <laughs> that story of what happens because my birthday is a week after Safia's yeah and so I had that realization because like during my pregnancy I was like the queen and you know everyone was like asking Matisse how's Caitlin how's Caitlin how's Caitlin we had this beautiful baby shower and everything like revolved around me and then then you know had Safia and then so that was her birthday and then a week later was my birthday 
and I literally <laughs> was had like unwashed hair, was like wearing Matisse's clothes and you know, did nothing that day. Like hardly even got to brush my teeth till 4 p.m. My mom came in to town to help me out. Matisse was in work. He was like, or was at school. You were there for like, you know, 12 hour days. And my mom like came in to help me. And then I think she'd been at our house for at least two hours before she looked at me. And she was like, oh yeah, happy birthday. And Caitlin then was like all devastated. Later on that night when we put Safia to sleep and I was alone with Matisse, I was like, babe, like no one cares about me anymore. Like, bah. And I had this like mini meltdown freak out. And what did you say? That was like, welcome to the club. Like that was <laughs> nine months ago for me. No one cared about me. And yeah, that's the, th- I mean. But the funny thing was, is that I felt like I just went through that. And then it, then like, I was crying and everything and then 20 minutes later I was laughing and I was just like I don't care it's yeah, yeah. And, and I that was it that was the end of it like I haven't had that thought since then do you know what I mean like I felt like my body and mind and soul needed to kind of like experience that go through it and really understand it and then now I'm just like I could literally care less I could care less because <laughs> of course like my kids are 100% my world and they're my priority and I never think of like what I'm doing as a sacrifice for them it's it's just a Mm no-brainer like it's just that's you know being a mother is my uh, is my my purpose and it's my it gives me so much fulfillment so when I think about like okay yeah like losing my freedom whatever all these sorts of things that people can say it's like I I wouldn't trade being a, a mother for the world. Like it, it, it just, it's everything to me. But that's the thing is like, I think for sure for the mom, they have to be, there's, there's more of a need for for the mom to be around the kids more of the time. In the, and you've definitely the, taken that in, on gracefully yeah. in the, in the beginning. For sure. And as mu- as many times as I said, Caitlin, like, go do a class go do a thing like you can you can go do all those things you know where whether you like it's not like you felt you didn't feel like you had freedom it's that you physiologically were like attached to the kids in a way that like you that it's not even like mentally you're like oh i'm stuck no it's just like you're your body i don't know i don't even know how to explain it it's like actually you're not like oh i'm stuck you're just like i can't imagine myself not being with my kids because like they need me in this these early stages so much so like it was yes a bit of a challenge for you to break out of that and, and realize like okay they don't they don't need you as much now that they're too two three years old well actually it's until three that like, that you're sharing you're literally actually yeah, sharing yeah, yeah. the same soul for the first three years so it's like it, that's why it does feel so weird to be like apart and to you know to go and do something it's because i'm like i don't want to this is this is right, my right. the physiology the you physiology still, of still, my brain is connected and that's my purpose is i i want to be here and and do this because of us working together and having our family and everything like it's not like you wouldn't be able to do things that you wanted to do. No, no. You, you could have, could, and no. you do think like we have still have the freedom to do whatever we want as long as we plan around it and like 
planet. Like I, I still went and played basketball. I mean, for the dad, it's definitely easier to, you're not as like physiologically like attached no. to, it's or, different. you know, physically attached to the kids that in a way that you feel like your 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 body's you like reacting when you're not with them. <laughs> yeah. So like I would still go play basketball, do things like do projects, whatever. Like, and I feel like that's kind of the male provider instinct too, is to go out and be productive and do 100%. stuff like outside of the home. Yeah. Even when I was here with the kids, I'd be like, okay, I need to go like do the garden or go do stuff just to feel like I was contributing. Mm-hmm. And so it's so different and it if i wanted to do for reason, uh, by like, nature for sure and like you know dylan sometimes like my, my friend he's like let's go to la like this year let's go let's go do some content let's try and get like a, an la acting agent and all this stuff and i want to do that but i know that like i really need to plan it ahead of time to make it work i can't just be like on a whim oh yeah let's go because I have all these responsibilities. Mm. It doesn't mean I'm not free to make that happen. Mm. It's just I can't I can't just like book a flight and whatever because I have other people to worry about. So it's like yes, you it, it's you're not as free like you don't have the the this ability to just do it, but it doesn't mean that it can't no. be done totally like you just have to organize it and figure it out and make sure all the pieces are aligning up and you know making sure that it you're going to maximize that time when you're away to best to best benefit you like there's not wasted hours it's not like oh yeah i'm just gonna book a trip to la to like mess around for a couple days (laughs) and do nothing that's not gonna bring us benefit it's not going to benefit us in some way it's like okay if i'm if i'm going to do this if i'm going to do this how am i going to maximize it to better myself and whatever for the future right like and so yeah yeah i don't know i just became so incredibly motivated since having kids like because my purpose feels so much bigger like in my intention of what I want to create is bigger than myself I now just feel like so inspired to do so many different things which I didn't have before having kids you know like before having kids I was just like well I'll just go to work and yeah you were like and- I just get my job at the staging company you're at and yeah which was amazing for that time in my life which was great but it just it was just ended there it was not no you weren't like oh i'm gonna start my own business or whatever you kind of that was near near the end of it that was because i knew that i didn't want to go back to right then you're like how can i kids i always was like thinking how can i so i already did but that was just from no but that was when you were had kids that's when you yeah. found out you're pregnant knew that before I was, that you weren't true. thinking about no that. that's so true it was when i got pregnant that i was like i have to create my own thing because i never want to go back to like a nine-to-five job or right. working for someone else because i always i have to be able to pick my own schedule right and and that makes me really happy you know and i do consider myself to be a stay-at-home mom but <laughs> i'm like working and doing my own thing all the time all the time because that that's my passion like I'm so passionate about what it is I'm doing but then it also like I I do have to find a proper balance though because it's like okay I'm trying to do this I want to be 
you one know, thing at a time. I it's have like, to do one thing at a time because it's like I try to wear like so many different hats with because I do feel so motivated and so inspired. But at the end of the day, when I not, think about not it, productive. that I'm not being productive. But also the most important job for me is being a mother hmm. is mother. When I'm, you know, 100 years old and I'm in my bed and I think about what I did with my life, I'm not going to be like, oh, did I, you know, did I do this or did I create this or was I CEO or was I busy 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 my whole life I'm gonna think about being a mother you know what's funny is that I feel like I'm a stay-at-home dad (laughs) it's funny like yeah for sure (laughs) even though like I work you know 30 40 hours a week I mean I work like 60 hours a week really when you when you when you include like all of our your projects and our projects yeah like in your channel and then working at the restaurant and then dance and then yeah. other jobs here and there. Like I work a lot, yeah. but somehow I still feel like a stay at home dad. Cause I'm like, I, I have lots of time with my kids Yeah, and Which I, I don't work a traditional nine to five. Like I feel like because I don't work a traditional nine to five, I feel very involved with my kids and that I'm not missing out or missing out or whatever. Around. Like I'm, if I start work, if I work at night or whatever, like I'm working starting at five o'clock, like the kids are asleep by seven o'clock. It's only a couple hours mm-hmm. that I wasn't with them. And I'm usually with them the rest of the day, barring, you know, like an appointment or this yeah. or meeting up or whatever. Or, yeah. but I don't know. I still feel like super involved and in like with all the choices and with the house and with everything, like totally, I'm no. not, it's a good balance. I think we've, we're, we're still finding like, I, I just want to get to a place where I can just feel like chill within myself because I've because I feel like I've had this like match that's like lit been lit in within my gut of like but I want to get do this done and I want to do this and there's so much that I see that I want to do that I just have to be like it's okay it's okay if I do less you know like more of that yin energy which is exactly mm. what masculine feminine is masculine is more like you, you know you're the provider you're gonna go out and do those things and you do but like sometimes I feel like I have to remind myself of like it's okay like if if my day is taking care of my kids and watching after my kids that is so fulfilling that is so amazing and that that's for me where I start to just be like what you know I know with when it comes to like fighting for women's rights around you know working inequality and all these kinds of things yeah for sure but I think there's there has been something lost there when it comes to like like you are successful for being a mom and being at home with your kids like that is but that is feminism too is protecting what motherhood is like motherhood is sacred and I think it is it is for sure it's just that there's this one element as well that that kind of like I feel like now you're expected to go back to work Rather than just being like, no, I want to stay home with my kids, you know? Yeah, but I feel and like... And that can be honored too. Yeah, yeah. But that can be... That, that, that like, femin- feminism do- doesn't just have to be one thing. Like, it doesn't have to just be, okay, now we're, we want to be working or whatever. It's like, yeah, we can fight for, for that and also fight for strong mothers that are stay-at-home moms. Yeah. I... F- yeah. I'm not saying that that's what it is or that's what the status quo is. I'm saying that that's what you can believe and do. I mean, I I don't really even, yeah. 
I'm kind of trying to figure out feminism still. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, like I've always considered myself to be a feminist, but I feel like I'm just like at this place now where I'm like, what, what does that, what does it mean? Right. But that's what I'm saying. What you can make it mean is that. Of course. Well, of course I believe the most important thing for me is that I, of course, (laughs) believe in women's rights. So whether I call myself a feminist or not, I just believe in like women. But when it comes to like equality, I guess my point is that is that I think that if you choose to work and, you know, do all of those same things as a man, that's totally fine. Of course, you should be able to have the choice to do that. But that we're we're actually not maybe meant to be equal. But not even equal. It's not even the word equal. It's just that, like we just are different we are different that's the thing is it's like it's like so we can what, we can use each other's strengths to benefit to work and to work together. whatever company it is or family or for sure or whatever it is like it's like let's just let's be let's let's use all our strengths in the right ways to just be successful as a com- as like a society and a community it doesn't have to be same, 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 same or same, same, whatever. Same. Or, or men are better than women or, or men that like it's just or like, deleting just or together. deleting what gender is or deleting it so that we're all just human or or like, you know, like you don't yeah. have to disregard it to yeah. then be equal and then just be seen as humans or whatever. It's like we can still all be strengths. human and all be men and women and all be different and all whatever while just trying to be the best we can be totally. together and with no together ego and, and whatever how learn how to use each other's strengths and weaknesses and in, in, mm-hmm. in this way so that we can like build community and we can we can yeah work well together rather than it being this like us versus them thing which i feel like that's what fem- feminism can turn into a lot of the time and then yeah i kind of question whether that's like us going in the right direction or if that's going in the you know opposite direction so that's something that i think about yeah you know but i think it's i feel like we're always finding like our our way of of finding balance with our in our family and how we can do that and i feel like actually a really positive way that we have found that is when we do talk about these conversations about well what are men's strengths Mm -hmm. because maybe when we look at that and like before, I, f- I feel like there were some times where you would go off to basketball and I'd be like, oh, he's going to basketball and like, I haven't gone to yoga or blah, 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 blah. But like you just said, I always have the choice whether I want to go or not. It's just that there is something physiologically inside of me that is wanting to keep me here. Mm-hmm. And then when I think about the fact that you don't have the same attachment to being here because you didn't grow those babies in your belly, which you're not meant to. <laughs> No. Then you that of course makes sense as to why you would want to go off and and do that thing, or and you're whether, more, you're way more into doing the garden. You're you do the all these things around the house that I whether it was don't me playing do. basketball or hunting or fishing or yeah. you know just putting out physical energy. That's just like what I had to do to balance myself. And if yeah. I didn't do that, then when I was in the home, I'd be more irritable or more this or whatever. So true. And so it was like I. I needed that so that when I was at home, I was the best version of myself. Whereas for the mother, 
you don't necessarily need that right away. It's it's just different. Yeah, for sure. And and eventually you need it or event like no, or you, or you can do things in the home or whatever whatever it was, but it was like it wasn't it was there was yeah, comparing yourself to me was just a disservice to yourself. Yeah, so because true. we have different roles That's as so parents true. for our kids and And it's meant to be different. And it's not like it, there's a difference between me going to play basketball for a few hours um to refuel myself what the um compared to me leaving the house for four hours to go to the pub or yeah. to, to drink or do something that's <laughs> like sure. really escaping rather totally. than nourishing and then coming back full to to be the best dad that i could be mm-hmm. and it's like it's not like i was like oh i'm just gonna leave for the whole day and leave you with the kids mm-hmm. like so I could just do whatever I want and have the freedom of what, like, it was like, mm-hmm. it was just, it's so just true. different. Actually, now I'm like having this, there's this aha moment around this. I feel like the more that we've been able to like understand those rules more, like the easier it's become. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Instead of me being like, well, he's not like breastfeeding them. And it's like, well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> he also didn't have the gift of, of creating life right so i'll never i'll never be as close to the girls as you yeah they're made in you i mean yeah that's just normal it's just a different it's a different role for a reason for sure yeah no that's that was a big aha moment for me actually and for sure and i I, and 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 back then maybe you didn't realize that as much so you were kind of like oh he's going to play basketball and i'd be like well you can go anytime to go yoga like you can do that and there was no nothing stopping you i was yeah because a lot of the time both of us would be at the house taking care of the kids Mm -hmm. when you could have been out if you wanted to like Mm -hmm. when i was not yeah busy in those times but Mm -hmm. you just it wasn't whether you thought you needed to or not it wasn't like a priority in your brain or in your body Mm -hmm. to go do that whereas for me it was like no i i have like i'm going like Mm -hmm. it was just i was just doing it Mm -hmm. as much as i said go do it you were not doing it so (laughs) what what can you do right and then that's where it gets confusing for people in couples where then people are getting resentful about things that like don't even exist you're just like creating it because society's telling you that yeah. that's how it's supposed to be there's very so strong then you're putting, narratives around that so that then the you're dad putting, doesn't do anything and it's like well i'm sure some don't but right. at the end of the day you were always changing diapers you're always cleaning you're always doing all these things but yeah you know you're you are going to have different different things that you are will feel called to do mm-hmm. no that's definitely like actually an aha moment in my brain I think I think that's helped us a lot rather than just this like resentment towards your partner for like not doing the things that and you do I, I, I could have had resentment of, of the girls not being attached to me as much as they were to you and yeah. being like oh they don't love me as much or blah 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 or making up whatever so it's like it has nothing to do with that yeah it's just literally because you birth them that that's just gonna be the how it is totally you know yeah no it makes so much sense for sure yeah no it's it's good it's good i think it's 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 i think that that shift has like brought us to 
a really healthy balance and a good place. And I, you know, it's so funny because I was like watching Mad Men the other night and I was like, God, like, you know, obviously I'm not saying that we should go back to Mad Men times whatsoever. But I do think that there is an element to the, you know, the the male provider role and going out of working and then the mom being at home, you know, homesteading with the kids. It's not the worst thing in the world. Of course not. But but now it kind of like, I think what I mean, again, with like the whole feminist narrative is that like that does seem like the worst thing in the world where it's like. Well, now you just go drop your kids off for someone else to raise them right. for you to go to work and and for you to go. And now you so you're a two fam two income family, whereas before back in the 50s, you were able to just have dad go off to work. It was just one parent that had to to be able to buy a house and to support the family. Mm-hmm. Now it has to be two. And now someone who is has nothing to do with how your kids were birthed or conceived or born is raising your kid. Right. So then, like, what's the point? I don't know. I yeah, just, no, for I, sure. I know it's much more complicated than there's my, how there's I There's a lot of it, nuances but... to that, but it's also, it's something to talk, to think about and yeah. to really consciously be like, you know, can I make it work being at home or can I, or do I have to go to work? Some women want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their choice. You know, that's totally cool. You want to go drop your kids off. Some people don't want to be around their kids, but for us, We've been like, I want to be the the people raising my kids. Yeah, you know, and and that that's not always easy too. But again, at the end of the day, I know that I'm always gonna feel best about that that choice and and to be there and not in this like martyr sense of like we have to. I'm, it's gonna be hard and we have to do this. No, we've we've been able to like create this really healthy balance of of around work and spending time with them and taking care of ourselves and also spending time together. And yeah, it's been, mm-hmm. yeah, a journey, but I feel like we're, it's been really great. Yeah. And I'm proud of us. I'm proud of how far we've come and it's good to be able to like look back on this like a year ago and see how much growth we've had. And, and this is literally just the beginning, just the beginning, the tip of the iceberg. It's like the kids, the like Safi's just five, like yeah. that's five years so much has happened in five years mm-hmm. and then the next five years and then the next like she's gonna be 10 and then she's gonna be 15 and then she'll be 20 and then she'll be 25 and she's gonna be having her own like no no I, it's like this is just, just the tip of the iceberg and sure. the the like yeah i just can't even imagine <laughs> when i talk to people that have teenagers i'm like oh yeah what like we're just in totally different stages in our you know parenting uh yeah journeys so many different challenges are gonna come up sure we're not even thinking about and i was telling me was just like you stare like it's like stairs you go up then you level out then the kids grow again and then you have to kind of grow up with them and then they level out and and it just keeps on going society changes too right like society is ever changing and how we deal with our kids and how our kids deal with society and doesn't blah 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 like you're always having to readjust and reanalyze and see what's what's happening and yeah. I mean the world was a way different in 2018 when Safia was born to Whoa. now like when I think about that I can't even believe how much has changed Ugh. Yeah. like I mean everything really no, yeah 
in in just a short five years yeah. it's it was you know the whole world just went on a complete access access for two to three years and who knows what's going to happen next it's 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 definitely got to keep our kids close you know yeah for sure yeah yeah that's good <laughs> for sure that was yeah. a really nice conversation that was nice. That was and good. Uh, i'd like to do it again you know if you'll have me um, yeah 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 we'll see you gotta guests. schedule yourself in <laughs> um yeah i'm really proud of you and proud of us and i'm proud of you too babe thanks I for just being an amazing father and and role model <laughs> for so many dads that like i feel like you're paving the way for so many dads to come as well because you know you're just tapped into embodying your your dad role and it's yeah anything else uh, <laughs> no i think next time we we definitely have to talk about like the birth yeah we can do like a whole birth um, yeah. episode but for sure for now let's let's uh wrap it up wrap it up thank you for watching and thank you for listening to this week's episode and um yeah please leave a review or a comment, comment if you're watching on youtube share thank you like, and you know if you're watching on join YouTube, join the conversation as well leave a you know you can uh, listen on all the platforms of listening to podcasts well we're not sure apple we're Podcasts still trying to and spotify it out. <laughs> for sure yes. those two and there then, might uh, be more we don't know if you're listening on on one of those platforms you know there's the video version on caitlin's youtube so make sure you go check that out and subscribe and she just hit 50k recently which was huge and woot woot. <laughs> so yeah ciao for now ciao for now